Good afternoon. This is The L Show, presented by Dr. Nicole Roseborough Eastman, who is who I am. <laughs> um, I want to welcome you all to the show. This is our inaugural show. Um, and, you know, we're starting out with a bang. Um, this segment is going to be about the hot girl summer and characteristics of a hot girl. The point of The L Show is to Make sure that women maturing past the age of 40 have a voice, are heard, our concerns and things that matter to us um, that have naturally evolved during our maturation. Uh, we just don't find that they're spoken to or truly marketed to. So we want the L Show to serve as an educational, inspiring, entertaining and celebratory beacon that reflects what's on our mind. And as a pharmacist within this group of women, um, I have the unique advantage in that I've been able to have some, some of these gloves-off conversations, very open conversations about these sometimes taboo topics um, that are okay. So we want to make sure that all of our listeners know that it is okay to talk about these topics. Um, I would like to just point out that the information that's presented on this show is not intended to replace the advice of your healthcare provider. Today's topics also may not be suitable for all listeners. Um, and I would like to start off by just saying that, you know, as we mature, um, we go through lots of hormonal transitions, right? Um, internal, external, and it's okay. We're struggling with how do we feel? We can't sleep, hot flashes, low libido, vaginal dryness, all of these things that you know, we don't typically talk about in public, that's what happens. Um, and what can we do to get us through this journey of rediscovery and um, holistic wellness? Um, so in today's show, we're going to discuss some of those hallmarks of the menopause transition uh, that we experience. And a major focus is on sexual issues, um, which encompasses the mood swings, the hot flashes, uh, the sleep disturbances, and how our mental mindset of, of self-acceptance self can be a game changer in how we move through this transition. My guest today is Dorothy Diana. Hi, Dorothy. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Dorothy has her Master's of Science in Nursing. She is also a sexual health and wellness educator. She is a certified S-Factor teacher. She has over 20 years as a yogi, and she is 20 plus years in intuitive exotic dance. Yes. And so I really want to delve into that. This all works together. It's, it's, it's just, I'm so excited to have you. It does. It goes together beautifully, and I can't wait to share it with your listeners. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So let's go ahead and just, just begin. Um, you know, as I talked about, you know, we have all of these things that occur um, during this time where we're where we are you know transitioning through um, these which can sometimes be unbearable what feels like it's unbearable um, but you know we really want to come back to how do we get through it how do we get through it from a mental perspective how do we work on ourselves from an acceptance perspective um, to, you know, it's okay and, and, and for us to be comfortable to talk about it in the public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What, are your, what are your thoughts? 
I agree with you. It seems like it's a very taboo topic. We are very aware, I think, by this point of what Hollywood does with women over the age Mm -hmm. of Mm-hmm. looking over the age of 30. Now we don't know how old anyone is with all the cosmetic <laughs> surgery, but, you know, an appearance over the age mm-hmm. of 35 to 40, they kind of get put on the back burner. They get either very uninteresting roles or not roles at all. That's shifting a little bit, and I have actress friends, actually, because I was living in L.A. for a long time, and there has mm-hmm. been a shift on that, but that's just really a refl- not a huge one, not enough of one. Um, but that's just a reflection of generally the view in society and our culture of the older woman, whatever that means now, Mm -hmm. uh, that's another topic, Um, and sexuality and her, Mm -hmm. does she deserve it? Does she have a right to it? Is she Mm -hmm. attractive? Is she sexy? And Mm -hmm. this is shifting and I find it very exciting. Um, We have learned through lots of research and anecdotally that women over the age of 40 and 50 do have an increase sometimes frequently in sexual appetite due to hormone shifts and also I believe due to increased self-confidence. You know, they've gone through so much. They've decided they know who they are frequently. Um, There's a shift frequently in the 40s where a woman goes through sort of the opposite of a midlife crisis where she really begins to grow and develop and evolve and uh, mature in Mm -hmm. her um, and claim her power and um, really Mm -hmm. her career takes off and just becomes very sort of solid and juicy and established. And with that comes this confidence that translates to the bedroom, you know, better communication, not Mm -hmm. caring so much how it looks, but how it feels, demanding more from her lovers Mm -hmm. um, in Mm -hmm. terms of, I want the best of intimacy. I want, I, I'm not going to settle anymore. So I think there's a lot of positive changes and I think our popular culture absolutely doesn't get that for the most part. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. so I'm glad we're here talking about it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, so let's go back to um, like just, you know, as a pharmacist, whenever someone comes to me with certain symptoms, you know, I'm thinking, okay, so what can we do from a treatment perspective um, you know, we don't automatically start with, say, something pharmacotherapeutic, mm-hmm. but we often talk about behaviors. We talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, things that could be affecting um, our affecting our experience, mm-hmm. affecting our symptoms. Like our libido and, and yes. vaginal dryness. And vaginal, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So from that perspective, we, you know, I would love to just kind of get into the mindset and how the mind and our emotions can often um, translate to some of the things that we experience, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, so research has shown when it comes to sexual dysfunction, so some of the terms I use are going to be more like medical scientific. It's not my favorite terminology, but I think it translates and Mm -hmm. everyone knows what I'm talking about. So when it comes to the field of sexual dysfunction and older adults, older women, especially Across the board, the research shows one of the the biggest factors affecting um, a woman's self-reported uh, sexual pleasure and satisfaction with her sex life in, and I keep saying older, and again, whatever that means to you, let's say 45 and up, 55 and mm-hmm. up, the age of perimenopause to menopause. Um, the biggest factors are her personal view of herself, like her view of sexuality itself, Um, what it means in her life and her positive self-image. And so that in itself, I mean, there's so many factors involving sexual dysfunction and performance and function that are physical and hormonal, but that being the biggest being her perception going in of herself and and Mm -hmm. her sexuality and her partner and their relationship, 
that in itself says a lot that this is where yes. we start. This is, yes. you know, this is starting at a place of how do you feel an interview questionnaire if you're a coach or a therapist or a pharmacist, mm-hmm. really kind of getting a lot of like what you're saying, touching on mm-hmm. what are her attitudes right now about her own body and about mm-hmm. sexuality and what she deserves and um, is she experiencing mm-hmm. pleasure and does she, I don't like the word demand, but insist on pleasure absolutely absolutely an emotional connection which is the number one one of the number one factors also emotional connection in Mm -hmm. and how desirous a woman feels there's there's three things emotional connection is one of them so uh, you know that's a a feminine perspective and i think focusing on that is really is really important all right we'll be back with more All right, we are back to the L show with my guest host, Miss Dorothy Diana, and we are talking about those topics that are not uh, mainstream, that are not talked about uh, when they should be. We are talking about just acknowledging who we are, our experience, our experiences going through um, the changes as we mature. And we are having this wonderful discussion around our sexuality, which often is something that comes as um, the questionable pieces of that when we're going through menopause and how we can get back to um, this area, this this place of self-acceptance and really rediscovery of who we are. This can be a very beautiful journey. I'll say this too, um, Dorothy. You said something when we talked about how can we make this process beautiful? How can mm-hmm. we look at, you know, the, the symptoms that we experience, look at that as an opportunity to really self-explore? I tell you, myself, uh, you know, full transparency of the show, nothing is off limits, right? So full transparency, hot flashes for me were, you know, horrible. Um, you know, getting up in the middle of the night um, with the night sweats and the vaginal dryness, not, you know, wanting to sit down because you're so mm. uncomfortable. Mm. Um, you know, how the mental piece of that, it takes a toll mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. you um, really being who you want to be and you becoming this new person in this different part of your life. Um, and I, again, I go back to the fact, you know, just our conversation around how do we make this beautiful? Like, what can we do to mm-hmm. really dive into it and figure out where do we start? Where do we start? That's a great question. And I feel like it does come back to mindset. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I think we had talked about the experience of childbirth. So I did two natural childbirths Mm -hmm. um, after one hospitalized birth after I researched and um, Mm -hmm. I had almost gone into C-section in the first. And just to say that uh, it was extremely painful. I'm going to be honest. Um, (laughs) I told my girlfriend I never let me do that again. It was horrible. And then I did it again. So, but I will <laughs> right. say this, it changed me. It, mm-hmm. it, it was so messy. 
ugly, I mean, I'm just going to say fluid, you know, and right. so painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, I just wanted to escape my body. But I never was the same after that. And my pain tolerance now is amazing. And something shifted inside of me after having those experiences and holding a newborn and, and the mm-hmm. painful nipples and the breastfeeding. Um, it alchemizes you into something better. And when I think about these cycles of life, like menopause um, and mm-hmm. childbirth, these these feminine cycles, these yes. feminine rhythms yes. that we yes. go through that. and that aren't celebrated in the mainstream culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the medicalized model of childbirth on TV. Mm-hmm. We have the sterilized version of the older woman. Yes, that's right. And when we talk real with our sisters about um, what it is to really sink into these experiences and accept the discomfort, knowing that we're going through something that is a celebration of our femininity. We're going from a place of um, focusing on um, childbirth and momming to now like focusing on us as an empowered woman. Yes. Um, we can now have sex without protection. That's kind of exciting. That can be mm-hmm. a positive. Right. Um, there are many treatments, as we talked about, natural treatments for vaginal dryness and nutrition we can use. Like turn it into something amazing. Take it as a chance to now get super strict about your nutrition, your exercise, your mm-hmm. detox, Correct. your sleep. Yes. Like make it make you like even way better than before. Yes. Um, yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Tra- use that. Use this as as a, as a jumping off point, right? Yeah. As a starting point to who you're going to be in this new, yeah. in this new place in your life. I think, it, I think it's beautiful. I, I tell you, if I would have been able to have those thoughts in the back of my mind yeah. at the times where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this is nuts. How am I going to, how am I going to get through this? Oh. I'll tell you just a quick story. Um, my, my gynecologist, I went to see her when I was, you know, having major issues with vaginal dryness. And of course, I'm only talking really to her about this, but, Mm. um, you know, and I remember it making total sense to me to say this, and this is how bad, it's how bad mentally it can get. I remember this making sense to me. I'm like, hey, so um, is there such thing as a vaginal transplant? I remember saying this, you know, and she laughed but I, and I was I was so that's serious how miserable that's, you were. that's how miserable oh, it can be yeah. right and so just really having in my mind if I would have had that mental the, just the idea that listen this is going to it, through this pain mm-hmm. through all of this, this is going to make me stronger it's going to um, allow me to get to know myself it's mm-hmm. going to allow me to focus on myself and really focus on myself from a from a place of inner love, inner beauty, acceptance, Mm -hmm. all those things that we all want. Well, and it triggered an empathy in you. So all these painful experiences we go through, um, Mm -hmm. if you alchemize them into um, a soft place where we can have empathy with others and you turn it into service to others' energy, because now you're this beautiful woman with a Mm -hmm. pharmacy and a radio show reaching out to women, helping them. We have just barely touched the service today on all the information you have to offer women Mm -hmm. on how to get through this, not just survive it, but thrive through menopause. Yes. So this is the gift, right? Of going through it. And you went through it hardcore. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about, let's go back to the low libido piece. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we think of low libido, of course, automatically, um, we're thinking, okay, what can we do externally mm-hmm. to improve our libido? Okay, mm-hmm. but we know that there are many other things that we can do from a mental 
standpoint, like us taking control of this. Mm-hmm. What are the things mm-hmm. that we can do to help with low libido that don't have the need for, say, a medication, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. what, what what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts around I this? I love this. Yes. So there are great natural yes. um, tinctures for low libido, but we won't get into that right now, but I love the natural health. Mm-hmm. I think it's kinder on the female body and very effective. But if you look at the research on hypoactive, like hypoactive sexual desire disorder, for example, mm-hmm. it really does parallel um, the teachings of um, health coaches and sexual coaches and even spiritual guides, which so I love it when everyone agrees that one of the top components of, of desire in women is emotional connection. And um, also another one is the five senses being turned on. Women report being turned on by emotional connection. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, a memory is one of the biggest turn-ons and mm-hmm. the five senses. So when you think about that, what an exciting time to slow down and come back to our senses and our sensuality as women. What a great time to, instead of rush, 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 work, 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 busy, 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 demand slowness, demand pleasure, and say, I'm mm-hmm. going to sit here with a cup of tea. There's some vin- many supportive teas for menopause, as you well know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put my feet in this massage that I got for a hundred bucks from Kohl's and I'm gonna that are amazing and I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know put a beautiful incense or candle on and I'm gonna sit here and love my life and mm-hmm. um, get super emotionally happy right now and if I have a partner that's a great communicator mm-hmm. I'm, he's going to know that this is something I need and when I'm feeling a little low or my back gets empty I might even mm-hmm. reach out to him and say hey can we talk can we snuggle right. um, just knowing that that emotional connection is really important for libido. So it's not going it may not solve all the problems if you have a lot of physical issues or hormonal mm-hmm. issues right, right. and we'll take that in another direction, mm-hmm. but it's going to vastly improve when you tune into yourself and understand that your sensuality as a woman and your emotional connection are hugely important. Let's talk about those mm-hmm. conversations. Those conversations with um, our, our partners, right? Yeah. So what does that look like? What do you, what how mm. do we how do we bring that up because you know, Ooh. we know that, you know, your partner has needs as well, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to be respectful of, you know, your needs, right? What you're going through and also their needs. But how do you really make that connection with that conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that look? So like, hopefully, and I, I think that we talked about this at some point when we were chatting earlier, mm-hmm. like nutrition and like health, hopefully prior to menopause, you've started some good habits. Yes, right, right. <laughs> None of us are perfect, but mm-hmm. ideally prior to the shifts happening, which sometimes are not even noticeable for women at, at first, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you've already kind of gotten a handle on higher fruits and vegetables and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to an intimate relationship hopefully and there is a higher divorce rate in the late 40s I think there's a reason for that women are starting to claim what they feel they Mm -hmm. really want Mm -hmm. but hopefully prior you've already established great communication habits where your needs are being talked about openly without judgment in a kind way with each other Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's the beginning that's the foundation yeah just this kindness and being open communication right probably the most important Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. The argue, the argument, you, you both want the same things. Yeah. And how can you do this in a loving way in which you respect the needs, the feminine and the, the feminine and, and the masculine, right? Yes. Those are different the, needs. Yes. It, it, it's we, important. Exactly. And <laughs> having those conversations are so important, yes, right? And for both to feel heard. Yes. For both to feel heard. For both to feel heard. That's just, that's beautiful. I just love, I love this conversation 
not because not because it's 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 something that you know we have to talk about, but because it's something that we want to talk about, mm-hmm. that we need to talk about, that we need to normalize. This is not going to go away. This no. is not going to go away. And wouldn't it be beautiful? Wouldn't it be beautiful for the women who are coming behind us to already know, have a, have a plan, have a right? Plan. Have a plan in place yeah. to how am I going to Navigate face this? this. Yes, mm-hmm. face this head on and and accept it. Accept it and work through all of those things up front yeah. before even having to be there. How do I you talk know? to my man so he can hear me? Mm-hmm. And how does he talk to me so I can hear him? And we both feel amazing after the conversation. Absolutely. And then there's some good loving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Awesome. Awesome. So, yes. Yeah, so we are about to go to um, our other commercial break. And we will be right back with The L Show. Hello, hello. And welcome back to The L Show with my guest, Dorothy Diana. Dorothy, thank you again for spending this time with us this afternoon and just being so open. And I just love your energy. It's, it's amazing. Um, so, Dorothy, I want to start this portion discussing, um, discussing the S-Factor. Mm. You are a certified S-Factor teacher. And the reason why I want to discuss this is because when we think about going through menopause and all of that. And we've already kind of talked about this multiple, like the mental piece of it, um, doing the work. Um, you know, what does the S factor do mm. help us to get back to being in a place where we can deal with all of these changes that we're transitioning with? Mm, this is like my favorite topic. So, uh, but I'll try to, <laughs> in a nutshell, I could That's talk fine. for hours about this. So I, I sort of accidentally ended up an S-Factor teacher, but on purpose, accidentally. I, I had all these degrees in healthcare, and mm-hmm. on the side, I was doing this practice because it filled me up so much as a woman and as mm-hmm. a mom, and it, it was so special. And then they suddenly did a teacher training, and I said, oh, why not? And I'm so grateful because um, I sunk really heavily back into it in the past few years, and it's brought so much joy to so many women, including myself. And what S-Factor is, essentially, it has a very long history, and it draws on many philosophies of healing, but it is a sensual somatic movement practice, very feminine and um, very embodied. So we're out of our head. We're completely in our body. And we get women there gradually, and very um, it's a very curated uh, lovely way we get we get women there because most women are unable to come into the studio and do that right away, um, mm-hmm. and we teach their body a new language of movement that our culture has forgotten. A feminine movement, moving through the curves of the body, moving slowly, moving circuitously, not linearly, no performance, lights are mm-hmm. low, it's candles, mm-hmm. no mirrors, it's mm-hmm. how it feels, mm-hmm. not how it looks. And it's such a pleasure. And it essentially looks like exotic dance, if I'm going to be honest. Um, And we have so much fun. And we support each other. And we dance. We put on music that we love. And it's very freeing. And the energy is taken back out into our lives. And it's very transformative. And it's exercise. Oh, it's really hard. A lot of of core work. Yeah, talk (laughs) about that. Like, that's the thing. Like, I am, I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, it sounds like, oh, my gosh, that would be great. But. You know, of course, in your head, you're like, oh, my gosh, this sounds like it would be so difficult, you know, like, yeah. t- like t- 
take us through kind of like what that looks like. So we start on the mats. And so it's very much like yoga, Pilates, and exotic mm-hmm. dance all mixed together. And actually, a lot of yoga now is doing uh, a lot of kundalini yoga. It's very similar. It's very round. It's very um, fluid and moving on our breath. And as if you were to watch a class, at first it might look like yoga. And then you start to watch a little longer, like, wait a minute, that's a little sexy. And it keeps going and going. And mm-hmm. we do a ton of arms and a ton of core. Mm-hmm. And as my women are with me for a while and they get super um, excited, juiced up, more strong, um, we do a lot of talking about the place of the feminine in our world and the messages we've been given. And we do a lot of alchemization and transformation of those shame beliefs into empowered beliefs. That's part of it also. And at some point they get so excited, so strong, and so into their bodies, we go to the pole. Yes, we do pole dancing. We take it to the pole. All right, taking it to the pole. (laughs) Yes. Because if you can climb a pole and flip upside down, you no longer have to worry when you go back to your doctor that he's going to say, hey, I thought I told you to get an exercise program to help these menopausal <laughs> symptoms. That is gone. That 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 little problem is is eliminated and with so much fun and it doesn't feel like exercise. And it leads to self-acceptance, right? Like all of those the just the benefits when we talk about how are we going to get in that mindset of working through all of these things that we have to go through yeah. during this time. Like self-acceptance and being self-aware and um just feeling yourself. That's that. I guess that's the that's yeah. the best way. Feeling that I can, your body. Yeah, feeling loving yourself. you where you are mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So that a huge part of the program is loving your body and falling back in love with your body. And we have all body shapes. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, if I say this, think, "Oh yeah, sure." I'm telling you, all the body shapes when they get out of their head, these women, and into their body. I don't care what extra poundage you have. I don't care what disability you even have. It is mm-hmm. beautiful to watch. It's super hot. Like, it's shocking. Um, women get unleashed mm-hmm. and so fired up, so ignited with love for themselves. And they take that to their home, and they take that to their husband. And it shifts everything. It really does. It's, it's um, yeah, self-love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you think just the, po- the positives of that. I mean, you take down, you know, your stress levels, right? So... You know, our adrenals are pushing, pushing, pushing. Our cortisol levels are super high. It gets us all off balance. But when we can come back and we're good and we're calm and we're comfortable and we know who we are, we're empowered, we're all of these beautiful adjectives, yeah. it's just a life changer for us. Well, women want to feel sexy. And mm-hmm. so we put on pretty sexy clothes. I mean, mm-hmm. you get to dress like a cowgirl. You get to dress yes. like a like a BDSM. I mean, really, the costumes that come in later on. So people bring in costumes? We do that later. At first, we're really very light because in order to be accessible for everybody, there's a lot of women that have a lot of sexual shame and trauma. And that's a huge component of this practice. We know that mm-hmm. coming in, we don't know what we're going to be working with. So mm-hmm. we start off very light and gentle. But as it progresses into mm-hmm. level two, it's journey series, mm-hmm. they're, they're long eight-week series, um, we start introducing costumes because what we're trying to do is get you back in touch with what's called your erotic creature. So mm-hmm. the most um, sexy-feeling little 
um, woman inside who doesn't mm. maybe get to come out to play a lot. Yes, okay, and, okay. And um, this is a huge part of it. And so some ladies will show up like with pink ruffles and some will show up with black leather and wow. they have so much fun. And, and their, yes. their dance actually shows how they're feeling, the sexual energy of that innocent or the sexual energy of that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but the boss, you know, yeah. or whatever yeah. it is Absolutely. they want to bring to the table, they get mm-hmm. to play with. And everybody's mm-hmm. welcome. Every, there's nothing taboo. And we don't have nudity, but I'm saying every story is welcome. Every every playground is welcome. And, mm-hmm. and your sisters are there actually cheering for you as you dance. Um, mm. And you're telling your story, whatever it is that day, whatever music you choose. And we're clapping and cheering and saying, wow, you're so hot. Go. And it's so much fun. That <laughs> sounds so fun. It yeah. sounds so fun. It sounds so transformative. Mm. Um, I, you know, I want to do it. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I definitely want to do it. But, you know, um, I mean, when we think about what can we what can we advise women who are at this point, this juncture in their lives where, you know, they feel lost, Mm -hmm. you know, they have transitioned from being, you know, mom, like you have all these responsibilities, Mm -hmm. right? And then now that starts to change. Mm -hmm. You start to have these fluctuations in your hormones Mm -hmm. that, you know, present themselves in ways that are you know, not as friendly, right? Mm, yeah, doesn't um, feel good. You know, it doesn't feel good. Um, and, you know, but what what can we what can we really impart upon these women mm-hmm. who are going through that that would give them the that would give them maybe the the um, ammunition. Just the ammun yeah. yeah, the ammunition to say I'm taking, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take this into my hand. I'm going to be empowered. I'm going to um, find out what I need to do to get myself to where I want to be, like to be personally responsible for how they're consuming this process. I feel like if you have actual medical issues, I would say Mm -hmm. see a functional nutritionist or a functional Mm -hmm. doctor. They're Mm -hmm. less likely to prescribe something right away. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to look at root cause. Right. And look at your nutrition very carefully. Nutrition needs to be really Mm -hmm. um, hammered out at this point. High fruits and vegetables. There's so many things nutritionally you can do Mm -hmm. for menopause. Um, And this is all self-love and self-care. So it comes down to you're going to now take these changes and you're going to become like even better. So nutrition, uh, a great practitioner that listens to you and isn't just trying to prescribe something. Mm -hmm. Um, Find an amazing exercise program you love. Zumba, exotic dance swimming with friends, um, whatever. Just find something that you love. Wow, this is so awesome. We are going to take a break and we will be back. And hello, hello. We are back to the L Show with my guest, Dorothy Diana. Dorothy, Mm -hmm. we have had, I think, some juicy conversation so far. And um, I want to continue down that path. Sounds good. Okay, we're going to talk about intimacy, right? So while we're going through these experiences of dry vagina, right? Mm. (laughs) Like, how can intimacy look like intimacy beyond just penetration? Mm -hmm, How mm -hmm. does that look? um, How can it look for, uh, you know, 
people who are experiencing this? This is a great question. I love this topic. So we have women going through a lot of physical changes, and um, mm-hmm. we know that the emotional component plays into that. Mm-hmm. So some of it might be actual physical, like we discussed before the break. You're going to your functional nutritionist mm-hmm. and discussing, you know, what is actually physical and what's actually my emotional or psychological reaction to changes happening and non-acceptance of my body and um, feeling insecure. There is, you know, as you know, probably a weight gain factor with yep. menopause. There's all kinds there of things is. that happen. Absolutely, right. That changes that a woman can really be challenged in her mm-hmm. self-esteem and that mm-hmm. comes to the bedroom. And so with this great communication we discussed earlier, hopefully yeah. with her partner and being aware of her own um, mindset. So first of all, sexuality might might change, what the practices in the bedroom might change. So we have this huge focus on vaginal penetrative sex in our culture as like the end-all be-all. But if you look at other cultures, um, mm-hmm. they actually do very well with this. Like the Mexican culture, for example, um, some research has been done. And what they found is instead of like U.S. culture where mm-hmm. the man feels he always has to have an erect penis, um, mm-hmm. in the bedroom, in the Mexican culture, there's a known shift to more emotional connection with family after the age of 50. So mm-hmm. as erectile dysfunction, which... Um, I don't, I don't get into that right now. We had this big uh, commercial push for ED medications. But as erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. increases a little bit, depending mm-hmm. on the person, as you get older, as mm-hmm. a male gets older, right. they know that the shift then goes to family and more connectedness and more cuddling. And it becomes a different experience. And I mm-hmm. think we can do that in our sexuality here, like shift the experience to um, think about Tantra. That's a wonderful thing to start playing Mm -hmm. in. Think about all the delicious, wonderful, juicy lubricants that are out there now that are actually very healthy and natural. Mm -hmm. Why don't play with different flavors, play with different textures, buy a whole bunch of them, put them on the nightstand, have fun. Um, Make it a playground. And what else can we do besides vaginal penetrative sex? I can think of a lot of things. I'm sure you can. Right, exactly. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) We're women, of course. Yeah. Yes. Go to those arenas more Mm -hmm. and um, try things you haven't tried before. Yeah. And, and, and And I think it's... It's great that like it it really honors the masculine when we're when we're trying to figure out mm-hmm. ways that we can still be intimate, right? It mm-hmm. honors our feminine and it honors mm-hmm. their masculine, their needs. So we can make it what we want to yeah. make it. Maybe right? you're not so hard tonight and I'm a little dry. So what else can we do? I can. Yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> and I think we could write a little book and publish it. I don't know how much I can say on the air. But yes, I agree with you, honoring each other where mm-hmm. we are and, and laughter and, and making it a little silly and making it creative and making it mm-hmm. playful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Um, wow. So making making it making it playful. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. It doesn't have to be what mainstream touts it to be. Absolutely. It can be something very different and you are still both very satisfied and you still are having your needs met while you're going through these changes. experiences, these Maybe changes. even better, honestly. When, when you mm-hmm. start, start to have to get creative, who knows what's going to come up. I mean, there's a lot of very lubricating foods, I'm just going to say, right? Yeah. Like yes. food play, get those rubber sheets or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And have some fun with <laughs> yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I mean, so many ideas. I don't Absolutely. know. This could be a whole nother show. Yes, yes, yes. And maybe it should be a whole nother show, right? <laughs> like, I think yeah. that, we, listen, we, we have to normalize these things, ladies. Like, this is not something that should be taboo. These are things that are important to us. These mm-hmm. are when you think about the conversations that you have with your your friends, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in these little small groups and you're talking about things that you go through, it 
naturally, you know. This is real, baby. Yeah, this is real. <laughs> this is keeping it real. It goes down this topic. And I just thought of this with the, um, you know, the weight gain that comes with menopause. There are so yes. many beautiful costume shops also. So think about those um, costumes, the girdles, the corsets that are little S&M-y, but they don't mm-hmm. have to be. And they've cinch you into the waist and they uplift mm-hmm. the breasts. What about, you know, trying some of those on? Like really just something, an outfit that looks really flattering. Buy yes. yourself some costumes. Yes. Maybe buy some very tall heels that elongate the feminine frame buy Mm -hmm. yourself some candles get those lights really low and um if you feel amazing in your body he's happy and he's turned on and that's pretty much the equation in a healthy relationship you know amazing yeah amazing i i just (laughs) again i love i love where you come from with this i mean this is not something that uh is shameful it's not something that's shameful it's something that we need it's something that we want we want acceptance we want to be able to turn on the TV and see things that reflect mm-hmm. the way that we feel, right? We want to be in, in the community. Yeah, and well, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I would say well, next step, throw out your TV, right? Yeah. It's not reflecting reality at all. Right, exactly. It all exactly. feel like doggy doo-doo. Yes, so we, so, and therein, therein lies the show. This is going, this is a place where we can come, we can be real, we can have these open conversations about things that, aren't really normalized, but we're going to make them normal. And not only normal, we're going to make them better than normal. We're going to make them better <laughs> than normal. Menopause yes. is going to be something people look forward to. I can't exactly. wait to try those lubricating <laughs> <Exactly>. foods. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, our next show, our next show we're going to really delve into, because what we didn't talk about on this show was pharmacotherapeutic treatment. We didn't talk about mm-hmm. that because that really is – not where we want to begin, right? So we talk about functional Mm -hmm. medicine. We talk about root causes. We want to first talk about where are we? What can we do to make us the best version Mm -hmm. of ourselves, to give ourselves all the tools that we need to help our bodies to function the most efficient way, the most healthy way, so that we can deal with these insults, Mm -hmm. right? That we'll call them, you know, the the fluctuation of hormones. How do we deal with those, Mm -hmm. right? So, so... We want to start there by these practices, by exercises that you love, these mental, mindful, mindful practices, meditation. Um, Excellent. We had, you and I had a conversation, a quick conversation about um, uh, meditation and mindfulness uh, the other day, and it was just the breath and how important breathing is and how breathing allows you to really feel and Mm. hear and experience, and you become more self-aware, you become in tune, so... All of these things we want to try before we need to pop a pill, before we need to to do some of these other... And if you have amazing self-confidence and Mm -hmm. you've already sort of treated yourself with self-love and Mm -hmm. creativity and great communication, increased intimacy and empowerment, when you walk into your practitioner's office, instead of having this, okay, whatever this person says, I'm just going to do it because I'm desperate and anxious, you're much more likely to have a mentor relationship with your practitioner where, you know, because they don't have your body, right? They they Mm -hmm. might have a degree, but they're not perfect and they're influenced by, you know, pharmaceutical companies and their own education and their own biases. Mm -hmm. And so you want to walk into the office really feeling confident, knowing your body, advocating for yourself. And that, again, starts with self-love and self-care. Otherwise, you're just sort of um, following whatever they say, and it may not be right for you. There's a lot of treatment options, like you said, and mm-hmm. not a one-size-fits-all, right? Uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Unique, uniqueness in our approach to everyone. Everyone experiences, you know, these things differently. Um, you know, we know that things happen, but to the degrees 
it's different, mm -hmm. right? So yes. my experience with, you know, vaginal dryness may be very different from somebody else's experience with vaginal dryness, but it doesn't make it less important and it doesn't make it as something that we really want to to take care of in a way mm -hmm. that really honors who we are first, mm -hmm. that we're heard, um, that, you know, listen, I want to try something else. I don't want you to give me give me X. I'd like to try mm -hmm. going down this route. And you do want to have that that relationship with your practitioner. Yeah, here's my options. Yeah, like you yeah. uh, know, the and the and like you said, I totally agree. Um, you know, the relationship that you have with your practitioner is so important. And when you can come and you can verbalize, this is the way that I feel. This is what's going on. This is real. This is not something that I made up. Which right? is so sad that we have to even say that. And that's so true mm -hmm. that there's been a long history of, you know, this attitude that women are hyperactive, hypervigilant with their menopause. Or histrionic. Histrionic. The root word is uterus, yes, right? right. About their, right. About their mm -hmm. symptoms. And thankfully, mm -hmm. I think we're mostly past that now. Mm -hmm. But um, that that's still real. That's still... So yeah, you have to be able to advocate for yourself. And if they say to you, it sounds like you're just imagining it, I mean, find someone else. Just you got to. done. Next. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I tell you, it is, it is one thing to go through the journey and not and not have any support and not oh, have yes. anyone to talk to. Mm -hmm. We all know as women we need support. We, we need really our sisters. Mm -hmm. We need people who are gonna validate us, who mm -hmm. are going to say it's okay. And again, coming back to the show, that is what we are here to do. Mm -hmm. We're here to validate each other okay, we can talk about these things, and it is not something that's going to be taboo. And we anymore. are going to talk about them. We Absol should talk about we them should. a lot Absol louder and a lot more often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with so much fun, and maybe a martini or a tea. Yes, but, um, yes. Yeah, the sisterhood concept, I think, is very important, actually, that you touched on that. I, I think that's over underemphasized the need we have of our sisters in this life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of us feel very isolated. We're isolated. And I think it's very important to find your group, find, mm -hmm. find your group, uh, whether it's a gym class, yoga class, church, um, find the people, your tribe you can talk to about things honestly and openly that hear you and support you. Mm -hmm. Huge. Oh, this has been an absolutely amazing time. I cannot tell you how happy I am to have you on the show. So delighted. We're going to do this again. And thank you to all of our listeners today for spending time with us on The L Show, where you will be heard and your issues will be dealt with. Yes. Thank you. Take care.